Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. To Sex, Love, and Alcohol Season 2. Yes, baby, we're back with more episodes and more shows for your liking, where we debate, educate, and talk about real-life situations that may be going on in your own personal life. So make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in each and every Friday at 8 p.m. via YouTube under the Even Rush Network. And be sure to subscribe and follow the Even Rush Network and also Sex, Love, and Alcohol. Um, we have your host, Chrissy. You can follow her on Instagram at li underscore tina underscore Chrissy. And we have my boy Dutch in the building. You can follow him on Instagram too at Dutch underscore NY. And we have our newest host, Miss Tiffany. You can follow her on Instagram as well at MZ underscore C-U-M-M-I-N-G-S. And guess what? Make sure you guys tune in. We got dope shows and it's each and every Friday at 8 p.m. And if you ever want to be a sponsor of the show... Follow us on Instagram at Sex, Love, and Alcohol and send us a DM. Or you can send us an email at chrissymore.bookings at gmail.com for all sponsor packages and all information. Make sure you inquire within. And thanks for being a loyal supporter and follower of Sex, Love, and Alcohol. Make sure you tune in each and every Friday at 8 p.m. Now enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, you guys? We are back. We are back with yet another week and another dope show for you guys. But, you know, of course, welcome to Sex, Love, and Alcohol. And we are your hosts. Um, Dutch is in the building. Dutch, say what up? Dutch, say what up? <laughs> Tiffany's in the building. You just can't see her, but she's here. Tiffany, say what up. Hey, guys. I'm here, guys. You are, you are too light-skinned for me not to see you. You see, you see, he's starting. He's starting. He's starting. See, Tiff is here with us in the building. She's just no visual, but she's here. She's here. She's here with all the commentary, okay? With everything. But, and of course, it's me, your girl, Chrissy. And we're your host of Sex, Love, and Alcohol. We appreciate you guys for tuning in with us each and every Friday at 8 p.m. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. Please, please subscribe, share, like, comment. All of that good stuff. And be sure to download our app at the, the Ethan Rush Network app um, on <laughs> iTunes. What is it? Oh, my God. iTunes, um, Google Play Store. Um, if you have Samsung or Apple, whatever, download the app so you can watch all of the shows on the Ethan Rush Network. And we appreciate you guys. And, you know, it is what it is. And shout out to our sponsors of the show who helps us keep our show running each and every week. You guys. <laughs> uh, we have Hot Commodity Cosmetics and Lash Studios. We have Jamaican Paradise Restaurant. Um, Graceful Touch Massage Therapy, Fit Body 101, Uncle Beast 360, and also Your Story is Our What? Oh my God. Your Story is Our Story. Sorry. <laughs> your Story is Our Story. Oh, Please support man. these businesses. Keep them, keep their businesses running so they can help us keep running. So we appreciate you guys. And if you ever want to be a sponsor of the show, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sex Love Alcohol. It's exactly how it sounds. Spelled exactly how it sounds. Send us a DM, inquire about our packages, or send us an email at chrissymore.bookings at gmail.com. Hold on. I have to give I have to give a shameless yes. plug. Right? I have to give a plug. Okay. Um, as far as graceful touch massage therapy is concerned, we are now doing sauna treatments. We're hey. doing body contouring. 
So we have the cavity machine. Um, we're doing wood treatments. So yeah, you can get a full, you you get a full experience. The see? That they upgrade their materials for you. You see this in their services. You see how this goes? It's those like, BBLs. They're coming in. You go ahead. Come down. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Come get an experience, all right? But yes, how is everybody's week going? My week has been pretty, pretty decent. It, you know, it, it it went by pretty fast. I'm not gonna lie, I went by fast. So I'm here, another show. It is what it is. I got a birthday coming up. Wait, who's birthday? Your birthday? My birthday is in ten days. Ten days. That's ten days. September something. I do the big, the big four two. Huh? Twenty ninth. Yep, the 29th. I'll be the big four, too. Mm. Happy, happy early birthday okay. when it comes. We appreciate you. Happy Any early plans? Uh, I might not be here. I, 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 I might be going to show remote, um, from, from, from a different location. Hopefully someone would beach and sing, because if you go in somewhere... Okay. Um, if know, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. I, I'm, not, I'm not going nowhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless I'm going skiing or some shit like that, which I'm not doing. <laughs> you, yo, one day I was just watching somebody's like, like an influence thing, and I was like, my homegirl started up her, um, her travel, like a travel, what you call that, travel company where they help, where you help, um, book, like excursions and trips and mm-hmm. flights and stuff for like a good price or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Since she can't really go that many, she's been traveling a lot and she does. But um, since I can actually hop on planes a little bit more <laughs> than she can, and I can kind of go wherever the hell I want on this, <laughs> I was like, listen, you listen. I'm gonna help you. You know what I mean? And you know, just use my little trips for your little for your business here, and we, we get make this money. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's definitely up your alley. Yeah, you know what I mean. But y'all, you know I mean? y'all about to partner up or something like that? Uh, we gonna see. We gonna see. We see. Cause you know she does a lot of dope trips. We do a lot of dope trips together. But um, I can kind of do like the real crazy ones, like you know going to like Indonesia and fucking Turkey and them places real quick. Give her like a different. Make her page look more fluent, worldly. <laughs> you well, good luck on your endeavors with that. Right? You know, see what happens, man. Definitely. Everybody, well, you know, always, always support your friends, man. Like sometimes your friends may not support okay, you, but out. that'll be good luck. Yeah, and we you know, know you. We know you're a business-minded person, so you're not doing it for no reason. So it, it definitely <laughs> applied a gold at the end of that rainbow. No, no, honestly, um, even though I am a business minded person, like I even with my own personal businesses, like I do more stuff for free and give out more handouts than than what I make. Like a lot of my stuff has been out there due to just me like, oh, you know, here, like hand out, hand out. Because I said at the end of the day, like no matter if I charge you, if I give for free, like I just want you to promote me like. Promote me. Word of mouth is everything. But that's a a business tactic right there, though, to give things out for free. So that's a business tactic. And I've used that. I've definitely used that. You promote my business. So 
But I didn't. I didn't say you. I promote your business. You promote mine. It's like no. No, I didn't say that. No, 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 no. I didn't say promote you. I didn't say like you promote. I'm talking about as far as like you give you give one of your services for free, like just for them to promote you, like word of like you said, word of mouth. Like I'll give you this. Just go. Just, just go spread the word about my business right there. You know. Put it out mind there. you, you don't know, even like say with like the cosmetic company and stuff like that, I gave so much stuff to like oh. makeup artists and and like people that up and comings that I know, all right, so when the, huh? I don't know if she said something. No, and like, you know, like when you're doing your client's makeup or something, they could be like, oh my God, I love this. Like, where'd you get it from? Some people actually say, oh, I got it from X, Y, and Z, or I got it from Hot Kamai, I got it from here. And then some people just don't say anything then, but, um, I the amount of stuff I gave out for free, I should have saw more revenue coming in as far as I heard them out. But yeah, the turnaround wasn't. It is what it is. So. My my blessings will come in other ways. It's gonna come back. It's gonna come back. You got yeah, You got it. You good. Tiff, what's good with you? Are you are you with us? I think Tiff might be having a little technical difficulties over there. Sorry, I th- definitely am. Can y'all hear me again? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, we, we, okay. we, we, how you doing? How you doing? How was your week? Uh, can we skip that question? On to the next, Alex. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 it's like that. <laughs> On to the next, it's Alex. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm not for it. Oh, man. Well, shout out to our viewers, though. You know, our faithful viewers that view every week, you know, and interact with us, comment every show we appreciate that we appreciate the love yes we really okay, do we appreciate we're definitely trying to get our viewers up you know we're definitely trying to get them up we're trying to reach that 10k mark yeah that's our goal that's our goal this year y'all that's our goal help us get there help us get there we want to reach our 10k mark before the year's out yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sharing as I'm on live, so if I look like I'm a little bit distracted, this is what people. Look, look, I say this all the time. This is what you have to deal with when you do a live show. You deal with everything. You know, we could easily do the show during the week and just give y'all a, a edited show and there's no flaws, no nothing. We just flow right through, no mistakes. But we don't want to. We want to interact with the with, with, with the viewers. We want to talk our shit. We want y'all to talk y'all shit. And it is what it is. So you're going to get the live action. You're going to get the pauses. You're going to get the us sharing stuff while we're on the show. You're going to get the the miscue. All, all. all of that. All of that. You're getting it. Y'all getting it. Oh, gosh. You never lie. You never lie. Right with a little bit of weed. <laughs> you always have weed. <laughs> All right, all right. So, you know, and I also was trying to like prolong the time to get viewers to tune in because apparently this is definitely a hot topic. Um, uh, whether or not <clears throat> one of my co-hosts talk about it. what is our topic for today, Miss Chrissy? Our topic for today is so sorry, give forgive me because I do it's a long one. I know. Our topic for today is do you allow your upbringing to dictate your future relationships or the people that, that you date that you will date or the standards you set forth for yourself? That is our topic. So basically, do you do you allow how you were raised to dictate your future relationships? I think yes, a lot of people and, do because that's all you know. No, yeah, that's part of it. That is that is mm-hmm. part of it. 
but it's more so it's a part of it is how you was raised and the things that you saw while like growing up or how your family, because some people grew up with a male, uh, I said a male and a female, a mother and a father in their household. Some people only had their mother. Some only had their dad. Some didn't have none but their grandparents. You understand? Some was, you know, yeah. some was foster. You never know. So, and the thing it's is a that- lot of, It's a lot of factors, whether you were raised by a, 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 a West Indian family, a, a Spanish family. So it's a lot of factors in someone's upbringing, you know? So- yeah, but, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, okay, say, for example, say if you had your mother, your father, like your siblings, everybody in the household from literally birth to maybe growing up into high school, your family's still together, and then the way how your mother and father grew you up or whatever, and, and the things that you saw, how your mother and father interact with each other, and you'd be like, you know what, I had, my mom and dad was, they had this great connection, like, they flowed well, like, we didn't see no no mishaps, no hiccups, no nothing. It's like, you know, I want that. Like, I want that relationship that my mom and my dad had type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want for myself. You know, or they'd be like, you know what? My dad was an upstanding dude. Like, I want to look for a man that was similar to my dad, that had the standards and the upbringing of my dad, like that, that manly man. You know what I mean? Like, somebody that was there for their kids. You know, people look for that when they grow. When they see good like that, they look for that in their in their life for themselves like in a mate or whatever you know what about what about what what about what about for the person themselves because you have a lot of situations where someone was was raised in a particular environment and say they you know they 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 don't want that for when they grow up they want the opposite say they might have seen they could have you know so you have those as well. You have the ones that are like, nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna do the total opposite of what I saw to make my shit better. You know. Exactly, and that's it too. Somebody, some people's like upbringing might not have been that great, and like you said, and it's like they're like, yo, I'm not gonna like all I saw is struggle. Like I don't want to struggle. Like I'm gonna make sure I do better for me and my kids, or or whatever. And some people saw that they family might have had a whole bunch of kids like no what i don't want no kids in my life um whoever, <laughs> whoever i no, dead serious there's some people it's that because honestly yeah. i ain't gonna lie i i had a great upbringing but i was everybody's damn babysitter to the point i had the bad kids the good kids the kids that said you know what you just you just took the cake for me i don't want nothing like and i'm gonna look for people <laughs> guys later on that don't want kids or have kids so i gotta listen like you know so some people some things no, I, know, that I, know, like, I know i know women like that who's been who raised their siblings so they don't have kids themselves now because you know they, they figured they they, they raised their sibling raised their brother their sister so they really didn't want kids for themselves so they they could be in their 40s 50s right now no kids but and, they, and they're content with that because it's like okay i i raised someone i'm living my life i'm doing what i what i want to do so it definitely goes so many different ways, you know? You are definitely right. Um, and like I was saying at work the other day, because I was kind of like trying to promote the show and get people to tune in. And um, honestly, like, how can I say? All right. Say, for instance, like my dad was a great guy. Uh, he was a great man and he was an awesome husband. But that's what I saw growing up. You know what I mean? But later on, it's like, you know, after, you know, we graduated from high school, whatever. It's like, why is my mom crying all the time? Like, 
why why am I seeing pain now that I never seen before? Like, why am I seeing feel? Why do I? Why do it seems like my my home is broken? Type of thing, but it's like you know how you think it's like you know they put on this this act this front for the kids, yeah. This picture make, perfect thing to make so it many seem people like, do that. So many. And then next thing you know, they end up in divorce or whatever, court, this and that, third. And then, you know, this little perfect family that we had is no more, you know? So then it's like, you know, growing up, it's like, you know what? When I get married, I want a guy like my dad. And then when I got older, older, it's like, you know what? My dad was a great man, but a shitty husband. I don't want that for me. Right. <laughs> so you don't see certain things um, growing up. You may see just the exterior, but then when you get older, you start to see a little bit different. And you're like, yeah, nah. I don't want none of this shit. I could go on. Because you have a lot of situations where a lot of, you know, older dudes, yeah, they took care of home. You know, they worked, they took care of home. But, and they thought that was, you know, and a lot of, a lot of time they thought that was enough. It's like you said, like, you'll have a great dad. Like, the month, everything, the house was always taken care of. There were, you know, you, you didn't have any wants for anything. But where was the connection with the wife? Where was the the love that, that that she that she needed? So that that's that was a lot back in the days where the dude was just out working, working, work. It was a lot of situations back in the days the dude was out working so much they had a whole other family on the side. You know what I'm saying? So there was somebody I was speaking to at work too that said like you know, um, and it was a guy, and he says like not for nothing like my mom was on drugs like, and she told me my mother was on drugs. She was like, and he was like, yo, she used to, when I was a kid, she used to talk so much shit about my pops or whatever, but my pops was more there and more supportive than she ever was. But it's like, I guess my pops wasn't giving her what she needed. So she talked down, but between the drugs and alcohol, I hardly saw my moms. And it's like, they end up raising themselves. So they have this hate mm-hmm. and they, and then they grow. And then when they get to the age of dating or whatever, they're like, yo, they talk to girls, they see girls, they don't want girls who smoke, drink do any kind of anything. It's like, yo, I don't want to have a repeat thing of me trying to pick you up off the floor like I used to do with my mom type of thing. So it's like... That's the question, because I hear this a lot, you know. Um, a lot of women say they'll judge a man based on his relationship with his mother. Now, me personally, I disagree with that. Let me tell you, 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 I'm you don't running. know. You don't you know. To your mom, I'm leaving. You don't know the relationship. Like, say someone... Not in that aspect, I guess. Well, well not that that's on the other side of it. But I guess they mean if, if someone doesn't have a good relationship with their mother, then they feel they wouldn't be good to their woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. So I, I don't believe me, that. Person, I don't agree with that because, that because you don't know that person's relationship. You don't know that person's upbringing. You don't know what type of things that, that him and his mother went through for it to be broken at an adult stage. So I don't think someone should be judged off of strictly, okay, him and his mother don't have a good relationship, so that means he's going to treat women like shit, or he's yeah, not going to... I hear that a lot, too. It's like, yo, they be like, oh, um, if they, like I said, they don't treat their mother right, like, watch how they treat their mom. That's how they're going to treat you. No, not necessarily. Like, they mom That's could just fact. be a fucked up individual, like... Facts. Yeah. That's a fact. Now, like I said, is that is that every case? No. But... You can't just judge someone based off of that that one aspect. Like, oh, he right. I feel happen. like that kind of like fucked me up too because you heard that so much growing up. That's one of the main things you look at. And baby, when I tell you, I found out that shit was wrong. 
you know, because people, 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 people expect that motherly, that mother-son bond to be so strong, you know, so when someone sees, oh, you don't have a relationship with your mother, it's like your mother of all people, you know, like you, that, that's how they look at it. It's like your mother, your, your, your moms, but like we said, you don't know that person's upbringing, his story, or his or, like, his or her. Just like um, Thinking Grow just said, just like women have daddy issues, men have mom issues, but I do feel like men are less likely to admit that they have those issues. Yeah, a lot of men, it, it, it's, it's... I'm going to be honest with y'all, a lot of men don't admit they have any issues, because it's hard for men to admit, because because they don't want the woman to use who's it gonna listen? Them. Who's gonna listen to a man admitting he has issues? Who's gonna listen? Because gonna a, lot of times, a lot of times, a lot of times, you get thrown back in the man's face for the most part. Like, oh, like, like, like this weak nigga, this, this, that. Like, who's gonna, the man is supposed to be strong. The man is not supposed to admit any faults. The man, I'm not any faults, but any weaknesses, shall I say? Well, I feel like that's a, a major cultural issue that we have. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm Meaning, not saying. I'm not saying yeah. it's correct. I'm not saying Correct, yeah. mental, like listen, I'm not a nigga that's afraid to ask for directions, all right? If I'm lost, I'm asking for directions. I'm not gonna be like, oh no, nah, I got it, I got no. Yo, how I get to so and so? How I oh, oh, oh good looking, homie. So yeah, man, that that's yeah, some but bullshit. The thing is that I don't want to say it's without culture, but it's with a lot, it's just people pretty like the pride. Like a lot of people is very prideful. And with men too, like again, I said in like the um, I said on the show, was it last season? Oh my god, with all the guys on the show, that you know, when you was a kid, what did your mom tell you? Like, stop crying, get up, be a man. Like, you know, that was boy, men season. don't yes. cry, or boys yes, don't cry, or whatever. Right. So yep. You had to have that 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 tough shield, like you know, what I mean, like we ain't gonna cry, we ain't gonna be soft. You always had to have that that mentality, but it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't always have to be that. You expressing yourself doesn't make you soft. You express yourself doesn't make you less than a man. You understand? But it's like you to, being a vulnerable is, you know, you got to be vulnerable sometimes. You got to be able to open up to connect more with the person that you're with. But then again, the person that you're with can't be immature or childish and try to use that shit against you because that's just like, you know, then when he shuts down, then shit, They can't even be broken as well. That's the hard thing. <laughs> Two broken people <laughs> can't be good. Exactly. So it's like we have to uplift each other every way. And I know that everybody's situations is so much different. And it's like, you know, I also have like a foster brother. So, you know what I mean? It's like I always said, I was like, even if I didn't want kids, I wouldn't mind adopting a kid because I would want to give somebody a better life. But then again, I have to talk to my partner. Would you be even willing or able to even want to do that? You know, like some people, everybody, that's why I said, like a lot of stuff that we that we witnessed or been through when we were younger really does not dictate but kind of mold our 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 future in a big let way. Let me ask you the question. Let me ask you the question. Serious no. So I definitely you know, um, there's a lot of you know when you when you this is brought up in court a lot, you know, where they say a lot of people that was abused grow up to be abusers. A lot of people that was you know molested grow grow to be molesters. So uh, do 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 you do you feel there's actual truth truth to that, or that um, or that's just something they say in court to get to try to get off? I don't think. I, okay, what I you know I watch a hell of a lot of Law and Order, like a hell of a lot of Law and Order. But um, as far as like say people that have been, I want to say it's fifty fifty because then when people God forbid they become that person. 
they blame it on it. Well, it happened to me. But the thing is that you don't have to repeat the same thing all over again. But you're but if you tried it or whatever you did it and they get caught, all they do is blame it on their past. So people can change. People can say like, you know, yes, I was raped, but I'm not going to go out there and rape somebody else because I was raped. You know what I mean? They'll, they, you can, you can fight that urge to do that or say, you know what? I don't want to have, like, it was so traumatized that I'm not, I refuse to do this to somebody else. But then you got those people that want to be, you know, that person and say, you know what? If I try it and I like it, I can just blame it on because it happened to me. Let me ask you another question based on, based on that right there. From my experience from watching it, like I, I watched my Law and Order and my True TV, a lot of True TV and seeing it, it I'm noticing that that excuse is used by majority men. So it's mostly men that say that, like, oh, something happened. I was molested as a kid. Now I'm molesting little kids. I was, I, I was, you know, something happened to me as a kid. Now I'm not saying women that it, it, it's not any women that do that. It doesn't happen. But I'm just saying the majority of the time that I see it. It's men that use that excuse. Well, hold on. Sorry, I'm listening to you and reading at the same time. Because, like, everybody is tuning in. Um, Tiff, can you see the comments, too? Unfortunately, I can't see the comments. So I'm going off of what y'all are saying right now. Okay, so we pull from examples. Okay, so um, Yvette Green said, we pull from examples from our environment and other adults that are around us. She also said, just like women have daddy issues, men have mom issues as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, she says, uh, what else? Hold on. She said, uh, that was about something else. Have issues with their mom and a challenging time with relationships with women. Well, yeah, it says some men have issues with their mom and challenging times with relationships when it comes to women as well. Let's see. Let me ask you a question. I, you, of course, continue reading, but let me ask you a question. Why is it always, well, not always, but why is it mostly, okay, women have daddy issues, men have mommy issues? I think men have daddy issues as well because a lot of, well, in our, in our society, a lot of fathers aren't in the picture. So that's an issue. So men have daddy issues for the lack of fathers. The lack of guidance. Well, yeah, that too, that too, that too. And some, some just don't know. And then, you know, like I said, like with the lack of guidance, it's like they're not raised by their dad or have a father figure in their life. So they're raised by the woman's mentality. That's a daddy issue right there. (laughs) Wait, listen, listen, listen. I was raised by my mom, but my mom's in the, in Jamaica, Queens, South Jamaica, Queens, but my father wasn't in the picture, you know, so I have that. But my mother, yeah, she has her own demons. So I, I guess I have mother issues and I have daddy issues because there wasn't no daddy in the picture. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I didn't yeah. experience the actual family life until I got with my kid's mother. And I was, I got, I, I, I got with her when I was like 16, 15, 16. And she was, she was from the mother and father together brothers, sisters, all live under the same house. So when I started going there, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because I'm used to just me and my moms. She did her in her room. I did me in my room. was no real connection. It was just, all right, what up? Okay, bye-bye. So when I, when I started going over there and seeing that family dynamic, that's what really changed me. But like, oh, shit, this is different right here. And they accepted me. So it, it, was, it was great for me. I'm like, wow. 
I'm not used to this right here. So her father showed me how to be a father. I didn't learn from nobody. I actually learned from somebody else. Like, okay, that's what a father's supposed to do. Even though he did him, he made sure the household was taken care of. You know? Yeah. So, and that, have you ever dealt with somebody that, like you said, like had, like there was like a woman that had like, you know, both in there. You've seen how um, they interact with each other and be like, damn, like, I wish I had that, like, or like, you know, I want to be, hopefully I can be like a man like that one day. Like, you know, cause I didn't have that. Like now I see how like the interaction is supposed to be. That's, that's, that was more when I was younger, you know, as I grew up, I knew, you know, what, 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 what a father is supposed to be or what a man is supposed to be. But when I was younger, I really didn't have that guidance to know. So when I saw it, I was like, okay. We got to call in Dutch. What's good? What's good? Hey, family is lovable. Lovable. What's going on, Quinn? Everything's fine. Hi, Ella. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Um, I agree with what you guys are saying because um, as a as you grow up, you bring that, you bring all of that to your significant other, to your wife, your family to be. Because we learn things as we grow up, right? Whether we are street, the black sheep, we've been raised by the street, by crackheads, alcoholics, whatever the case may be. It determines on how you want to treat your loved ones. So with that being said, um, do that change? Uh, will people remain the same? No, because a lot of the times we evolve as people. However, some people don't change. Prime example, like DMX, rest in peace. As you know, with DMX, he was always in the street. And when he was 13, a family friend gave him some weed, or was it cigarettes? It was, it was some weed laced with crack. Yeah, it was weed. Yeah. Based. It was weed laced with crack. Yeah, and that's how, and this is, it all stemmed from that very moment. And that's when he was hooked. It was hooked. Even though he tried to live his life accordingly, he couldn't get off of it. He couldn't sustain family life for his kids, his wife, or his girlfriend. I'm not sure if he was married or not. But um, his friends. I agree with what you're saying, but that was because, but that was, I agree with, I totally agree, but that was due to an outside substance. I wasn't by his own choice, you know, like he had a, he had a demon he was fighting. No, that's what I said. That's what I said. His, a friend of a family, he was in the studio. And yeah, he was, was, it, was it was somebody who looked at him. He gave him a cigarette and it was, head, was um, a cigarette and it was but regardless, at the end of the day, even though he was 13 at the time, he could have changed his life as an older, as he got an older, but he wasn't he was able to smoking. So he wasn't able to sustain any type of relationship. Listen, when you on that when you when you on that right there, it's hard. It's mm -hmm. hard when you on it that. Is. Like, but they but but listen, everybody that knows X says he was the most given person ever. Like even his like mm -hmm. Yeah, he, mm -hmm. he he was fighting that demon, but he was still a good person, you know. So, it, yeah, but like I said, he tried, but he wasn't able to. 
But take that and you take people who they, they didn't have a choice. Either, like most, a lot of men, a lot of men don't speak about this, but a lot of men, they get raped, they get assaulted, and they don't speak about it, right? But they become homophobic and it changes them to a certain extent. They bring that into their lives and, and they're not able to evolve. So when they become fathers, um, they're not even able to teach their children on how to try to to talk to them about certain things when it comes to that because they don't want them to know that there was a man that was a sexually assaulted. Same thing with children. When you get abused, or not abused, you just in a... Life go, we go through life, but we still, as an adult, we bring it into our lives and we're not able to evolve. Prime example, with me, I remember... Most of the men that I meet and I actually date and get in a relationship with, of course, these men, they ask you, like, you get along with your mother? I personally don't get along with my mother. But then they, they don't want to introduce me to their mother until they actually know me and know how of a sweetheart I am. I'm given, you know, I'm not disrespectful. Because most men think that when you don't get along with your mother, because that's your mother. You know what I'm saying? But that goes both ways. Women think that with like men with their mothers or whatever they care. Let me ask you seriously. That's the question that men ask. Do you get along with your mother? I've never heard that one before. Yeah. I've, yeah. I, I don't know men that ask that question. I've not, I don't know. Honestly, I'm 44 and I'm very well seasoned. I don't, men, men who in certain statuses, they don't ask that question. I realize men who for me, I see that men who are and who wants to get seriously involved with you, they want to know if you get along with your mother because that will determine if you get along with their mothers and their, with their mother and sisters and aunts and stuff like that. That's what was told to me multiple times. And it's it, in these conversations, it was I interrupted. I guess those are guys that are close with their mothers. Some guys that are real close with their mothers, I guess. I guess that, I don't you think the average guy is. Yeah, because it, it, at the end of the day, it comes up with the topic. Are you family-oriented? You know, do you hang yeah, out with your parents? More, you know, what, how was your parents like? I understand exactly what you're saying, but that's very rare that men ask that question. It's more so women asking that question than a man asking that question. Because a lot I of... I ask those questions. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. because I, I, I actually deal with somebody on and off that literally um and i used to live with him his mama all of them in one house and to the point that now mm -hmm. he don't even talk to his mama and blocked her phone number and she doesn't even know where he lives can't have no contact information nothing wow. feels like she was a horrible human being and but you know even though she's horrible he don't want her to have no contact up with him but you know he reaches out to his sisters and brothers to make sure she's good but make sure you don't give her my phone number like she doesn't need to know where so i am his energy <laughs> Wait, who's that? Who's the other young lady? I didn't see her on the show. I'm Ooh, no. Oh, Tiffany, oh, oh, everybody that's tuning in, Tiffany is here. You just can't see her, but she's here. Oh my god, Tiffany, why you ain't say 
not, and I didn't, I, you know, I didn't know it was, it was on two screens. I'm sorry. Hi, <laughs> Tiffany. How are you, baby? Hey, darling. How are you? I'm it's so you. sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I just came in, so I'm sorry. I just, I just got in, so I didn't, I didn't see the, the whole show. But it's you know what, y'all? I never ask those questions. You know what my biggest question is with a lot of men who have kids is what, you know, what's the status between you and your child's mother? Um, but the, those questions, if I get along with my mother, if I'm family oriented, has always been directed to me. And I, I never knew, I never understood until it was explained to me by men. Now, I could definitely understand what the dude asking what, what, what's your relationship with your kid's father. I could definitely understand dudes asking exactly, that question. Like, exactly. Exactly. Not as and far I as your like, I could see a dude like, yo, or saying what's the relationship with your kid's father. But I could definitely yeah, see that because I've, I've asked that. A lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people, they still deal with their uh, children's parents. Like, they do. For me, I don't get along with my child's father. Um, they have their own relationship and keep me out of it um, because, you know, I, my son is old enough to talk to his dad. I don't have to, you know, be in the middle unless there's some bullshit involved, but that's it. But that doesn't <laughs> determine that I'm not going to get along with another man. And with me having, I have mommy issues. I mean, I'm pretty sure most people do or they got daddy issues. But me and my mother, we're cordial, we work on shit, uh, we grown, and, um, but that doesn't determine, you know, me having a boyfriend and um, I'm not able to get along with his mother. And I'm I'm very sociable. I'm a social butterfly. But one thing I won't accept disrespect. Um, but other than that, that's it. But life, as you're a child, life do determine how you come out as an adult because you, you may not be able to... You may, it, it's a generational curse. As you get your ass up, you might whip your child's ass or your girlfriend's ass, all the other stuff. But you bring all of that into your relationship within your family when you start raising your family from being young. It is what it is. That's why it's called generational curse. Right. Because you learn a lot of things from our, your family. We definitely got to break those generation curses. And, and, and you know what? Honestly, I'm seeing a lot of our black and brown people, we are breaking generational curses. We, we really are. And my thing is, honestly, like in order for me, again, remember I said I don't get along with my mother. I had to learn to forgive my mother. My mother, we all, as parents, we all make bad choices. Um, and my mother did the best that she could. At the end of the day, she did the best that she could. My kids today, I have, I have a 27-year-old and I have a 16-year-old. And um, three grand. And I'm pretty sure both of my kids would be like, yo, my mom is cool and all, but she did this, she did that, she did this, and she did that. And I take accountability for the things that I did wrong. But I also try to teach my kids to open up their eyes so they won't make the same choices that I made with them. If that makes any sense. And, no, I definitely understand and that. Let them, yeah, and to let them know that nobody's perfect. But try to make the best possible decision when it comes to your kids because they're the ones that's going to learn from you that they're going to be teaching your grandkids some bullshit. And it goes on. It's a cycle. Thank you. Thank you for calling. We appreciate you. Thank you, boo. If anybody yes. wants to call yes. in and talk with us, yes. the number to call in is 929 289 
929-282-0266. The number again is 929-282-0266. If you want to call into the show, feel free to. If you know you into the topic and got a whole paragraph of essay to say and you can't type it, it's what it's called in. But um, while everybody was talking, while your lover was talking, um, let's try to get back into these comments before we get back into the conversation because it got some questions for Dutch as well. Um, but uh, hold on, sorry, I read that, read that, read that. And um, oh, Yvette Green also said that um, even if a guy has daddy issues, and if as a man, if he's working through his issues or going to therapy, you know, that's a little, that's something different that you know, whatever everybody can work on. Which a lot of men don't want to go to therapy; they don't admit that they have sure. something going on. But so they need that's, to go. Exactly. Um, Marie Lee says, I agree. I and I disagree. I have never met a man who was a hatred of his mother that respects women or relationship. I have, I have met men who can care less about their mothers, but they will still have that respect for you. And I, and exactly. I I met people that can give two shits about their mom, but they respect you like from the ground up, like it's nothing. Um, let's see. Forcey, um, moisture. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I think this might be your first time. I appreciate you because I never seen your name pop up here before, but I appreciate you. <laughs> um, Forcey Marshall said, my dad was a great father and an excellent provider. He cheated on my mother and she was um, affected by this action. She divorced him and remarried. However, she stated if she was the person she is now, she would have worked out her marriage with all of her dad's bad qualities. For me, knowing that my dad has bad has bad ways, I still want a man with a lot of my father's qualities. Wait, what? I understood everything she Basically, just said. <laughs> of Basically, course her mom, her dad cheated on her mom. Her mom, actually, it affected her in a bad way. So she went and filed for divorce. She ended up remarrying later, but however, if she was the person that she is now, she said she would have stayed in her marriage, worked it out, whatever, through her dad's bad qualities, um, and yeah, she was like with the bad ways and she was like, even though my dad has bad ways and bad, um, she was still want a man with some of, with a lot of his qualities, with a lot of qualities of her father. I so guess I everything. My mother is saying he had more good things than bad to actually go no, back the daughter is The daughter is saying he had more good than bad qualities. So the she mother, still but the mother said that too though. The mother said that yeah, too. The mother she said, said she would go back to the marriage. Yeah, she said if she if she was the person she is now, she would have went back because she, you know what I'm saying, she would have, I guess, outweighed the good and the good and the bad and shit. So yeah. I think we're really actual question. I don't even see it. She said Dutch something honest response to find out better. Okay, um, Yvette Green said it's not right. Once you are an adult, it's on you to make sure that you break that break that off. Like basically break that curse, whatever that, you know, if it was something bad, whatever you do better. Um well, they do well have a parents' issues. Say, I agree, men have that. Oh, uh, Forcey just agreed that men do have daddy issues as well. Um, we don't always get the examples of what? What? I don't know. We don't always get the examples from what to do from our parents. Like, because a lot of our parents are learning. Honestly, honestly, being a parent, period, you're learning each and every day. So, some get it. <laughs> And some, some don't. Still, still to this day, some don't. Like, and no matter how many kids they tend to have, they still can't get it. Like, I don't. I, I, 
baffles me. But it's a learning, it's a learning phase for all of us, you know what I mean? Because it's not a, a it's not a manual on how to do these things. Nothing no. is written in black and white, and every child is a different situation. Every man is a different situation. Every woman is a different situation. So you gotta take things as they go. So a lot of people, like you said, like um, and some people are so busy trying to focus on some parents are so busy trying to focus on their relationship and their kids that they're actually not teaching their kids in the process or showing them the right way. Like so the kids are oh, watching. They're, 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 they're more or less enablers, enablers. So that yeah, yeah. That's basically yeah, they're not they're not teaching, they're not really I see that all the time. I see that all the time. They're, they're, they're giving too much love and not enough discipline, not enough correction, not enough. No, this is what you're doing wrong. Let me show you the right way. Listen, exactly. I still think the school system got some of these kids jacked up because they feel like, oh, that's just because you well, participated, you get a trophy. Hell no. If you don't do good, you don't get a trophy. Why are we telling these damn kids just because you tried that's something, you kids, you all are winner. No, you're not all winners. They're raving about a whole damn, Ted, that's a whole thing. <laughs> because it's what she just said. How you go when from you, relationship you to school said, oh, system, too much love. Because you just... <laughs> because you just said some parents are giving too much of not enough discipline, and that's to be absolutely right with these digital school systems as well. So I'm hand in hand, goddammit. I can't. Um, Sin, Sin also says, I don't have daddy issues. I was raised in an old school Southern family. I did see true family dynamic with my parents, good, bad, or whatever. Can't say ugly, but I do compare males to my father, to our dad. So, and that's what I said. Like, I, I actually like. Honestly, my husband, my ex-husband, was a lot like my father, and I want to say that's one of the more reasons for me saying yes. Outside of what he was already doing, that was good. Like, I saw so much in him that remind me of how I was growing up and how my father treated my mother and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, like. Wow, like, and I never thought in a million years I can find something like that. And for him to come along, like, I didn't hesitate to say yes. So it's like, you know, uh, outside the other good qualities that he already had, like, that just kind of heightened it. Like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I can say, and, and at the day, my dad's not perfect, but he had more good than bad. There you so. go. Do you think a lot of relationships will last like if if more people just said fuck it, there's more good than bad? Yeah, some people say, I want to say that's a form of settling too. Yeah. A lot of people do settle because it's like, you know what? I'll do with this and do with that. And honestly, I do I I guess I'm I'm known for settling because like I said like a lot of guys in my life too, like a lot of guys cheat on me. Like mostly all of them. <laughs> Listen, yes, I don't want to cut you off. I don't want to cut you off. Says we'll come back to that, but you know we gotta take we, we, we gotta pay them bills. Let's see if he actually got commercial for us. We'll come. We'll come back. To hold, hold your thought. Hold your podcast shows and do not know where to start. The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. 
Tune in, subscribe, and share. Now a message from our sponsors. Hot Commodity Cosmetics and Lash Studios for all your accessories and cosmetic needs. Please follow them on Instagram at hotcommodity__cosmetics or visit their website at www.hotcommodicosmetics.com. For all your West Indian and soul food needs, visit Jamaican Paradise, located at 1708 Sunrise Highway in Copac, New York. You can also visit them on Instagram at jamaican.paradise. Delivery services are available if you're in the Long Island area via Uber Eats, Grubhub, and DoorDash. So go follow them on Instagram at jamaican.paradise and check out their website at jamaicanparadise2go.com to see their menu and all the catering needs and to order to go. Welcome to Graceful Touch Massage Therapy, one of the newest up-and-coming massage therapy spas located in Queens, New York, where we offer professional and therapeutic massages. Some of our services are deep tissue massage, sports massage, Swedish massage, and some of our other services also goes as follows, hot stone treatments, hot towel treatments, facials, organic hair removal, and teeth whitening. We also offer traveling services where you can enjoy a nice relaxing spa in the comfort of your own home. We also do couple massages and single massages. We offer a discount to first time clients of 15% for visiting us for the first time. So feel free to follow us on Instagram at Graceful Touch Massage for any inquiries and to book your massage package. Thank you for visiting Graceful Touch Massage and we'll see you soon. trainer are you still trying to get summer body ready well what are you waiting for it's not too late check out fit body 101 they're located in Flora park new york you can contact them at fitbody 101 inc at gmail.com they offer personal training sessions one-on-one sessions two-on-one sessions strength training and conditioning weight loss toning fitness and wellness each program is structured to your body type to help you tone and to lose weight the healthy way and the safe way. If you want us to schedule a consultation with them, follow them on Instagram at fitbody101 underscore or send them an email at fitbody101inc at gmail.com. They are again located in the Long Island area, so if you're ready to get in shape, hit up fitbody101. Are you in need of a 360 photo booth for your party or event? Look no further. Contact three, Uncle B360 on Instagram at UNCLB360. Um, you can email him at UncleB360 at gmail.com or give them a call at 516-406-2139. They have all kinds of special and packages. So if you're looking for a 360 photo booth for your event, you know, look no further. Hit up Uncle B360. And those are our sponsors of Sex, Love, and Alcohol. I'm tired. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, shout out to our sponsors of Sex and Alcohol, um, High Commodity Cosmetics and Lash Studios, um, Graceful Touch Massage Therapy, Jamaican Patterns Restaurant, um, Jesus Christ, Fit Body, <laughs> Fit Body 101, Uncle Beast 360, and Your Story is Our Story for um, basically sponsoring our show. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We love the support and continue to do what you do to help us keep our show running. And if you ever want to be a sponsor of the show, please feel free to follow us on Instagram at Sex, Love, and Alcohol. And also send us a DM and inquire about our um, sponsor packages. And also you can email us at chrissymore.bookings at gmail.com and send us an email and also inquire. So we are appreciate you guys and those are our sponsors of the show and if you're just now tuning into the show um this today's show is basically about um i'm so sorry i swear it's a large paragraph so i have to like read the whole thing over 
mind. Oh. <laughs> All right. So today's show is basically about do you allow your upbringings to dictate your future relationships or the people that will that you will date or the standards you set forth for yourself? So that's basically our show, um, basically our whole show. And we have we've been going through about saying about like um, whether your family. Huh? So we've been going through different scenarios, different, you know. Yes, different scenarios and stuff like that on how it can affect you later on and people having mommy issues, daddy issues, and so on and so forth. I wanna so, touch you know, on something I wanna touch on something that Tip said earlier that we that we sort of, you know, skated over. When we were talking about mommy, you know, a a, a dude that doesn't have a good relationship with his mother. But then we said something about a dude that's too close to his mother, and Tip said she's running away from that. I want to touch on that on, on that a little bit more. A, a guy that's that's too close to his mother. Have you ever experienced that right there, Chris? Yes. And how did that <laughs> how did that play out? Um, honestly, like I adapt. I'm I'm. Obviously, it didn't work out for long, <laughs> but I'm I'm I am I am known to adapt to every situation I'm put in. So that's why I tend to stay longer in certain situations than most people. Like I'm adaptable. So, but as far as it being long term, obviously no, because the person's not here. And I also tend to date only children, only ch- like only child, like guys, like don't that's their only their only person. Like they have that um, only child syndrome. And it's like their mama is on the hill all day, every day at the house, like cooking. Like, why are you here? Like, I'm cooking. I'm. Why are you here? Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, we, we. I've been through all of that, you know. And I still have one that, you know, I've been through all that. So it, it's a little bit challenging. It's a little bit challenging. And then I also had, um, actually, can say my my ex husband used to tell me that. My dad raised me and my sister horribly because he raised us to not depend on a man because we do everything. Like, we change tires, change oil, we cut grass, we, we, we do it all. Like, we fix shit, we build shit. Like, we don't have to ask for anything because my dad, is, my dad taught it. Like, he only had, my parents only had two girls. We, he, they adopted a boy, but they adopted a boy later on. So my dad basically taught us everything because he didn't have a boy to teach you to do but it. How do you, but how do you feel about that? That 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 right there, what you just said is important. Where you said he taught y'all basically a lot of stuff that a dad would teach a a, a, a boy. Exactly. You know, so how do you think that affected you? Did that affect you? Well, obviously it did if your ex brought it up to you. So obviously it affected you moving on in the future. It, it affected me, but my whole thing is that the way how he was brought up also affected me because you know how you have a manly man and a, a feminine man, a feminine man that not gay, but feminine man, like they, uh, what's that called that? Uh, metrosexuals, metrosexual. I guess the feminine thing. Yeah. yeah. Like his father was a hairdresser. Like my dad was a manly man. His dad wasn't. So his dad told him how to bake, how to cook, how to do woman shit. And then my dad told me how to do man shit. So how do we do this now? So what was so it was left for me to teach my husband. Like, and that's what I was. Like, I, I no longer felt like a wife. I felt like a mother or a father teaching you as we're, as we're going through life and marriage 
instead of me being your wife and your your partner, now I'm your wife, your mother, your father, and your teacher. Because you wasn't taught any of these stuff growing up. So now it's left for me to teach you so that you can do this on your own as a man. And then once you learn, now once I teach you and you learn, now I spent half my marriage teaching you stuff. Now I can sit back and allow you to be a man. So now what? So you taught them how to change the time and stuff like that? Yeah, so it's like you crucify me for the way that my father raised me, but then again, your father raised you the way that my mom or whatever should have raised me. So did he teach you how to bake and stuff? Um, He taught me some things. And then I told him how to tweak certain things. Like we told each other that, like, you know, because I already, you know, you know, I I come from a cooking family. So I already knew how to do a lot of cooking or whatever. Um, Am I big on baking? No. Do I know how to bake? Yes. So certain things that he knew how to do, like, was good. And then some things I know how to do was good, too. So we kind of combined to make things better. So it's like he taught me stuff and I taught him stuff, but I taught him a lot more as far as, like, regular everyday shit. Everyday shit. <laughs> got you, got so, you, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. Got you. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So it's like, so everybody, like I said, your upbringing is one thing, but it's like, not to say that my father was teaching me not to have nobody, but it's like, God forbid, you know, because we, I know I'm raising two strong black women, you know, some men don't like that strong personality. So it's like, God forbid, you know, I'm not saying you're going to be single, but God forbid you are, at least you don't have to rely on nobody that you can do it on your own. So how would you say, how would you say that men that are, let's say, too close to their mothers tend to treat their partners? Say that again. How would you say that for, for men that are too close to their mothers, like we were talking about, how do you say they tend to treat their partners? Honestly, I don't, they tend to, I don't want to say neglect, but they don't give their partners that full undivided attention because they're too worried about, you know what? Amen. I want to say stuff. Yes. I want to, they don't give their partner all that attention because they're full focused on their mom because whatever they do for their partner, they're going to be like, you know what? Let me do this for my mom too. Yes. It's like, always. so it's like the the woman will never get, the, the woman will never get 100 of him. You understand? Because no matter what he's doing for her, he's going to say, you know what? Let me do that for my mom, too. He People that are very, men that are very close to their mother, no matter what they do for their, if they have a woman, they are going to do the same exact thing. Well, not the same exact thing, because you're not going to sleep or whatever shit with your mom, with the thing, but like the the treatment that they're giving their woman, I 10 out of 10, they're going to do the same thing for their woman and then the same thing for their mom right behind it. Cause it's like, oh my God, my mom will like this too. You understand? Yeah. So the ones that are I really that close. Thing, so I definitely agree with you on that. Yo, you know that yo, you know that there's there's actually men that out men out there that sleep with their mothers though. I've heard about it. I seen that on Law and Order too, child. Let me see. <laughs> Not even on Law and Order. I've heard. I've heard about it. Even, matter of fact, I was. I was even listening to the radio last. I think it was last week. And 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 a, and a chick called up, and they was talking about the crazy thing. And she said the crazy thing she ever did was have a threesome with her man and his mother. She was like, she she said that she um her her man was there, whatever, whatever. The mother came in, and then the dude said 
go ahead, do what you do what you do best. And the mother started sucking his dick. And they had a threesome. Like him, his mother, and her. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Oh my god. I don't that's even crazy. want to imagine. That's like, crazy I don't right want to imagine. I don't want to imagine. I don't want to imagine. I don't want to imagine. Yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's that's whoa. But See, as the woman, how does she even go for it? This is how people go to jail, period. Because yeah, if I was a daddy and find out some shit like that, yo. they can't listen there really can't be no father in that situation that's a situation where it was just them two it was just them two from a young age and she was she was just overly because there's no way that no 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 they can't be a father in that situation i can't see that no no. Mm-mm. We got a caller. Call from. That's a jail call. To accept, press one. Welcome well, to Sex Love and Alcohol. Rikers Island Correctional Facility. Press one. Seriously? Hello? That too much. This level we'll get. I'm going to say this one thing and I'm going to get off the phone. I want to be clear about one thing. A lot of women fail to realize that at the end of the day, that man who is close to his mother cannot compete. A lot of women that are girlfriends, jump offs, fucking partners, wives, they think that they can, can compete with the mother and they can never. It's on a different level. So if that man is buying you perfume, of course you're going to be like, you know what, my mom probably wants some perfume. It's a different, a girlfriend, wife, whatever the hell you're talking about here, and the mother is, is on a two different scale. But he's going to always be considerate and compassionate to think about his mother. If he's buying you a gift or he's thinking, because that's what his mother raised him to do at the end of the day. So, again, a lot of women think that they can compete with the mother, and you cannot. You will never, because guess what? He's going to always. I'm sorry. I don't think that's competing. He's gonna always, he's gonna always choose his mother and go find a piece of pussy another time. So if you ever give a man an ultimatum about his mother, you can't never give a man an ultimatum because he's he's gonna give you the deuces very quickly. But that yeah, one that one that's close to his mom like that, yeah, definitely, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But thanks for calling it, up again, brother. A... Huh? Now go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your statement. Oh, it's it's not. It's not that he's a mama's boy because he want to be underneath his mama pity. It's not that. It is just that his his single mother who raised him alone is trying to teach him how to be a man and teach him how to treat a woman. So she did everything that she did. And all right, y'all went out to dinner. He's thinking about his mom. My mom don't have no food. And I went out to dinner. You know, I want to buy my mama a plate. That's nothing. Oh, we at, the, we at um, a mall. Oh, my mama loves these cookies. Let me get her some cookies. He's just being fucking considerate. But a lot of women, they want to compete with But every time, all day, like, and then God forbid, y'all, God forbid it's Christmas. You open up your gift first. You be like, oh, babe, it's so nice. Then the mama will probably give, oh, same as that fucking, you know what? Oh, my God. 
take the fucking president. You know what? Take the- Listen. <laughs> at this point, at this what point, move the fuck in. Move in, move in, move in. <laughs> I get that part. But again, uh, again, a woman but your bias, your bias too, because mother. you have two boys. You have boy child. You have no female child. So your no, bias too. Me, no, 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 no. I'm not speaking for, I'm not speaking as a mother um, right now. I'm speaking of me dating, being in a relationship with men who was raised by a single mother. You're never going to be, you're never going but to not all, never. not all boys that are close to their mothers are single, have single mothers. Some of them have both people in the house, so they're just close to their mom. Like, it it doesn't have that's to be a I'm, single mom. It doesn't matter. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying to you, it doesn't matter if, he, if she's a single mother or if both parents. He's going to always think about his mama. And it's nothing but wrong. Not all is. day, all night, all day. And no, I, I ain't damn saying all like that. I, ain't, no, I, I ain't don't. I be there. We laying up, and we in the middle of session. Like, oh shit, I forgot to call my mom and tell her good night, nigga. You know what? Go the fuck home. home. That's what I can do before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck home. Fuck, yeah, yeah. That that's some bullshit, right there. Yeah. I, you know, it, that, yeah. That it's like hard. when do when do when is when do you cut it off? At what point when do you cut it off? Like, no. When the mother is too, like, when he brings up his mama and it's too much, go fuck your mama. But <laughs> that's excessive. I mean, honestly, in serious, no, it's, that's too excessive. And and I, and you said but, before, like, it's not that a woman is trying to compete because a woman is never trying to compete with some, uh, a man and his mother. Never. But the thing is that, like, when you're trying to build a relationship with somebody, but they're constantly, oh, my mom this. Oh, uh, babe, you made food. Can you put a food away for my mom, too, so I can drop out of like, But it's like every day, no. Like, no. Like, no. Like, your mama raised you. Now she got her own life. At the end of the day, you're never going to forget about your mom. You're always going to love your mother. You're always going to make sure she's good. But listen, 300 days, 365 days a week, seven days, 24 hours. Nah, come on now. Let me ask y'all a question. All right, before. This is going to be our time. Lovable, lovable. Before you get off the line, let me ask all the question. There's three females on the line here. Okay. So this, this is the this is the question that's been going around for social media for years. You're in a relationship oh with a guy. God. This is for all three. Y'all. You're you're in a relationship with a guy. You're in the car with him. He pulls up to his mother. You're in the front seat. Do you get out the front seat and get out the back and go to the back seat for his mother, or do you stay in the front seat? I tried that already. I tried it, and normally the mothers would be like, "No, baby, stay right there, stay right there." I, I, I always. What if, the guy, what if the guy? What if the guy? What if the guy says to me? What if the guy says, "Yo, um, go to the back. It's my mom's." Oh, I never. I, I don't know. I never had that. I don't know. Chris, I don't know, I, I don't know about that one. Same question. Only way. Only way. I'm moving to the back. Only mm-hmm. call me fucked up is if she's in a wheelchair, her legs don't bend, she can't fucking scoop in the back seat properly, or she about taller than fucking me. Other than that, back there, homie. Back there. You get off at the next stop. Back there. See, I Chrissy, don't feel okay, don't so feel no I way. I feel the same way. Control and entitlement. <laughs> See, for me, a lot, I take that as control and entitlement. See, my thing is Hell I, no. I get what you're saying. And still control issues and entitlement. I I don't at the end of the day. I'm already in a car, so I have to sit there and be like, all right, do you want to get in the front? Me, my thing is, even if I'm with a bunch of friends and bitches is fighting to get in the front, look, look, we're getting in the same fucking car. It doesn't matter who's in the front or the back. 
But if there's a if there's a lot of if we're traveling in a big group, yeah, all right. I don't want nobody to sit on top of them. All right, you can sit up here. Everybody else can. We're young, but we can lap it up back there. But other than that, nah. Come on now. We got no time. We gotta go. Either either get in or walk. One of the two. Sorry, I got the time. The reason I add because I say, for instance, if your man was in a car with his friend and he pulled up on you, you would expect the friend to get in the back and you get in the front seat. So I've done that too. Yeah, my my my, well, my ex boyfriend and his man came to pick me up and he was getting out the car and I he was in the front and I was like, no, 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 I'm getting in the back. Like I'm getting in the back. It's no big deal. But my thing is, he was giving me respect. He was giving, his friend was giving me respect, and then I heard my my ex at the time. He was like, "Get out!" And I was like, "No, I'm fine. I know it. Like, no. And for me, it's not a big deal. It all depends on who that woman is, and I get it. A lot of people are entitled, and then it's and it's a control issue shit right there. And I'm a simple ass girl as it comes. People call me corny. People be like, "You ain't all that," and I'm not because I'm very simple. I don't. I don't. I'm not on an entitlement trip, so it wouldn't matter to me. Honestly, now, don't get me wrong. If there's another chick in the car or 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 some book, like, nah, you got to get the fuck up. Like, get up. Like, all right. Like, even with my best friend, my best friend is a male. I will never sit in the front and his wife is in the, I mean, I will never sit in the front and his wife got to be in the car. Like, I'm going into the back. If that makes any sense. Like, it does. It does. I, I don't know how to explain it more. Nah, it does. It definitely does. Yeah. But we definitely right. appreciate. Well, it's more. It's more than entitlement, and it's more. A lot of people have more than entitlement issues, and and I. Well, I get it because at the end of the day, I'm your girl. I'm your wife. Um, I get first dibs, so I get that entitlement. But a lot of the times, people get overzealous with entitlement and and control issues. So it all depends on who that woman is and who your man is. You're right. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. All right, but that's all I wanted to say, guys. I'm sorry for calling back right. and running up that time. <laughs> all right. Have a good night, love. We appreciate you. You too. Have a good weekend, guys. All right. All right. Bye. Alrighty then. Alrighty yep. then. Yo, Stone Tone, like the line is clear. I you know, we love how your 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 mind be going sometimes, you know what I mean? Who who's that? Who who? Stone Tone. Okay, okay. What's good? What's good? What's good? Yo, shout out to all the viewers, everybody commenting right now. I can't read the comments, but shout out to everybody. Yeah, the comments, some of them having conversations with themselves within there, so I'm not reading all of them. Uh, we do have a lot of new viewers out there. I do appreciate you guys for tuning in. And if you want to tune in, I mean, if you want to call on the show and talk with us, feel free. Um, of course, the number is 929-282-0266. The number again is 929-282-0266. I should be knowing you know it's by heart by now, but <clears throat> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. All right. So, um, yo, Marie Lee said the singer Aaliyah and her mother was having a threesome with R. Kelly. The same. What? Where you get this information from? We get this. R. Kelly's literally like going through jail shit right now for all this stuff. Jesus Christ. So listen, like I said earlier, he brought up him being molested 
for one of the reasons that he did what he did because he was molested as a as a youth. See, my son, yeah, my he's boy. one of the prime examples. He's one of the prime examples of once you get caught, then you start blaming it on your childhood, like really? just to get away. Like you know what? Oh, I only did that because like I was molested so bad when I was a kid, and like it was. So? I don't think so. I think he's been blaming it on that ever since day one. He never shied away from it. Mm. Yeah, after he got caught. It took him to get caught. Nah, even before before he got caught. What are you talking about before he got caught? You didn't know about it until before he got caught. Until what? the until Did really just talking about Aaliyah? What you thought Aaliyah was of age? What happened? Oh, Aaliyah. What you thought of age? I'm talking about the R. Kelly. I'm talking about him talking about. I know we're so off topic right now, but I'm talking about him, us us as the public, finding out that he was molested. We didn't know that until that whole sex tape came out when he was fucking a little 15 year old. We knew he, like, we knew he fucked with Aaliyah and she was underage, but we didn't know he was molested until that whole sex tape came out. Then he came out with that excuse Oh, I was molested when he had that interview. We didn't know about that as far as the public. Yeah. It took him getting caught with that sex tape when he when he peed on the girl when he peed on when, when that shit came out. That's when he came. That's when we, we found out. Oh, yeah, Kelly was molested when by his by somebody in his family, whatever. When he was young, when he was younger. So uh, I saw she said it takes for them to get caught. Yeah. Always takes for them to get caught. When we watch what's that shit to catch a predator when they be when they, when they be going out to them little kids and shit. Oh, it happened to me when I like yeah, I've heard that excuse a mad time, but like you said, it takes them to get caught because they stay that shit. And for all you guys tuning in, um, if you hear a voice in the background, that is Tiffany. That's not a <laughs> ghost. We don't have a ghost on the show. <laughs> she's here, no, but she's not here. Just you can see, but she's here. She's here. She's here. You know, she, 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 she's permanently called in. All right, so I just want to ask the viewers out there one, the final question for the evening, which is the same question that's on the thing. Has your past, you have your upbringing ever affected you in any kind of way? Um, I know some people did answer. There's a lot of new viewers on here that's tuning in, that's commenting. Um, do you choose the your future mate, whether it's male or female, um, off of how you was brung up, your lifestyle? If you was poor, you don't want to be poor no more. You want to just get that all about that money lifestyle. You want to make somebody meet somebody with wealth or, you know, somebody that you can build with or you, you know, either or like somebody like your mom, somebody like your father or somebody total opposite of what the fuck you had growing up. Like, yeah, I want the total opposite of both mother and father. I, I, I look total opposite of both. Like uh, my father was a terrible but human being. You see, like you want the total opposite of both, right? But no, what I'm saying, not that one. No, 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 no. When I say I want the total opposite of both, I mean I want to be the total opposite of my father, and I will want the total opposite of my mother. That's when I say I want to. I, I want the total opposite of both. I will want to be the total opposite of my father. He was a terrible human being, like terrible. You name, you name the foul shit. That man probably's done it. He was a terrible human being. And I'm I'm not ashamed to say it. It is what it is. And my mother, eh, so I will I I I would definitely not date anyone like my mother. So that's a total no. That's a big no no. So, but like, 
Okay, let's talk about but, this now. Now we're talking about fathers and stuff like that and parents. So how is it some old foes, their daddy wasn't in their damn life and they doing the same shit to their kids? Where's the excuse for that? But the thing is that that's what I'm about to say to Dutch is like, you want the total sometimes, opposite, but then again, you don't that's know. All they the know. Sometimes that's all they know. So that's, st- that's stuck in their brain. Like, okay, they they never had, they never had no chance to, you know, to see any different. Like I, I like I said, I, I I actually had the opportunity to see different when I turned like 15, 16. I saw what a family life is. And that made me like, oh shit, I like this okay, right here. I, I didn't know no, that. That's, that's, know no- that's what I was getting at. That's actually what I was getting at. Because I was like, you said you want the total opposite of both. But it's like, you don't know what the opposite is. Like only thing you know is that you oh, don't no, want to do anything. I said that earlier. I said that earlier in the conversation, the first half of the show, I said I didn't I didn't get that until I met my kid's mother and we got together and I was like 15, 16, and she had the whole family life. Her mother and her father, her brothers, sisters all lived under the same okay. roof. So that changed okay. everything for me. Like, oh shit, this is different, you know? Yo, what's good? Yo, what's good? It's Tone. So what's going Hi, on, boy? Hey, what's going on? How are you doing? You How are you doing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You loud and clear. You loud and clear. I'm good. I'm good. I just wanted to call in earlier about the uh, early comments about the difference between your 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 girl, your wife, and your mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, listen. It's real simple. Your girl or your wife is your wife. Your mother is your mother. There's, those are two different types of dynamics altogether. You love your mother. Your mother raised you. Your mother, you know, nourished you since you was a child, and she wants the best for you. Um, if your mother is standing in the way of you finding somebody that may be good for you, of course she's going to give you motherly advice a bit. You know what I'm saying? What to and what not to look out for and stuff but there has to be a buffer as well that man has to be able to to differentiate you know uh his mom from his girl so bro, let me ask you, let me ask you a quick question bro i don't mean to cut you off let me ask you a quick question do you think that that at a certain age there should be like a cutoff point where the mom should say like you know cut the string or something like that you think at a certain age, like a, the mother shouldn't be doing the son's laundry still, or or do, you know what I'm saying, doing certain things that he should be doing for himself? That's a fact. My mother taught me how to shop when I was eight. To go, go food shopping when I was eight years old, to wash my clothes, uh, I believe, before I was ten. So these are things that she's teaching me on my own, so I don't have to be dependent on her, you know, as a, as a young age. So yeah, absolutely. So there, there should be a cutoff. You shouldn't be no fucking 25-year-old man and your mom is doing your laundry. But who's doing that? A lot what of people. Doing? Thank you. Thank you. Jesus You're Christ. absolutely right. But a lot of people out here, believe it or not, they still... So I agree. I agree wholeheartedly right there. There should definitely be a cutoff point. I mean, with it, there's a movie called Fail to Launch. If you haven't ever seen that movie before, that is the epitome of not being able to fly out of the net because that's a man that refused to grow up. Mm, but okay. you should never, you, as a man, you should know that you should know the difference between your mother and your girl or your wife. Those are two, so, those are two totally different dynamics. My mother has me, to understand that that's my mother. That's never going to change till the day she dies, till the day I die, 
I'm going to be her son and she's going to be my mother. But that is my wife or, uh, you know, that is my girlfriend. And there has to be a level of respect for both. If the girlfriend feels like, you know, this woman is imposing her, um, you know, her position as your mom on me and this and the third, and she's really not being that aggressive with it. She's just being a mother. Like, if we, we sit in the crib having dinner, you know, chilling out or whatever, but my mom just ra- randomly pops up and is like, oh, you got company. But then she pops down and is like, all right, what we doing? Mm, you got you to gotta be able to. You got to not check you know, your I'm, I'm having, I'm having my moment. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to kick you out or whatever, but, you know, you got to have that. It has to be known, like, that I had to have that buffer. My time was my, my but mom. Then you, but my then you have. My mom and my time. But then you have some people like that same instead how the mama popped up is like nah and you like well can you tell your mom that we having like our oh, this is our dinner this is our our bonding time you know what I mean like oh no you can't tell my mama to get out like you have guys like that like my mom is my mom like she's staying she come here she's staying like this is our house she's staying like you have guys like that too like and a lot of guys like that and some people can't draw the line between the two. That's that's fine and because again. Um, and I'm not judging anybody based on their preference, but you're not establishing a healthy, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a healthy circumference within yourself. You're not being able to independently move as you want to as an adult if your mother is always able to veto anything that you do as a grown man. That's a fact. That's a fact. Let me ask you a question, though, bro. Let me ask you a question. As a man, have you ever uh-huh. experienced? Have you ever experienced that with a woman and her father, with where where their relationship was was so was very close to something like like basically the opposite of what we're talking about, but just with a woman and her father. I have I have never experienced. No, I've never experienced anything like that to the point where you know. Um, the dad was, you know, very, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like the opposite of what we're saying. I've never experienced that. But also, I mean, I would never try to step on that, you know, her dad's feet. I would just, if, if that's where a conversation comes in, you know, um, it's, it's healthy barriers as, as, as adults. You know what I mean? Um, if your dad is constantly, you know, in the mix, and constantly you have, you have your parents you based on our relationship. You have your parents, let's say, let's say like, we put up the age 25 before. We, we, we're gonna keep it at that age. You have your you have 25-year-old out there who's still getting their bills paid by their father. So their father feels that they right. have a major say in their life, you know. Right, absolutely. Um, you know, you see that that's the that's the question. What is the, what is the say? Because you can't, as as a as a dad and as a you know as a father, you can't be everywhere and nowhere at the same time. So Honestly, you know I, what I mean? Like, all right, you're paying the bills. You're paying. Let's say you're paying your daughter's bills. You're paying her her rent, whatever it may be. Um, what is like? Are 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 you saying? As a dad, would you not allow that man to move into her apartment? Because the first thing that I would say is, if that man is moving into this apartment with you, 
then that man is going to assume responsibility in that apartment. And that's when I step back and I take my, I put my hands in the air because now what you're doing is you're moving that man and you're making that man that is living in your house responsible for half, all, or whatever it may be in that home. I'm always going to be your father, but now being that you moved him in, there has to be a level of accountability and responsibility by living under my daughter's roof. If that's what y'all want to do, y'all want to play house, y'all can play house. But y'all going y'all gonna to be some grown-ass motherfuckers on my watch because I ain't paying for nothing. As it should uh, be. My father was the same way. <laughs> we, we appreciate your call, brother. We definitely appreciate it, bro. No doubt, no doubt. No doubt. Thanks for calling, Dan. We appreciate you. Have a good one already. Have a good one. Yo, when I say I am a true daddy's girl, like I am a true daddy's girl. Um, you and me and both. When I got married, people were saying, like, why were you crying so hard when you were dancing with your dad? Because everything in my brain kept saying, damn, I can't call this man for nothing. I can't ask him for nothing. Like, literally, I knew. Like, all right, the ring is on. Shorty said I do. I know I still have my dad, but the thing is that everything that I would rely on my father for is now this man's responsibility. And I think that scared the shit out of me. And I just kept crying like, I won't be able to pick up the phone. I'm going to pick up the phone and be like, I think like, nah, he's going to say, where your husband at? And I'm going to have to put down the phone. So it's just like, you know, that at that point, I think that's when once I, on my wedding day, that's when I, the line got the rope got cut for me, to be honest. It's like, that's the day that everything got cut off. And I'm like, you know what? I can no longer keep relying on this man when something goes wrong or if I need help with something or whatever. Like, I can call and check on him, ask him something once in a while. But my everyday calls, like, yo, I need this. Can you help me with this? Oh, I know you told me how to change this, but I forgot what screw go back here. Can you do this? Whatever. It's like, yeah. So do you think the rope should be cut off? At a different point in life, for a mother and a father, like the the mother should cut the son off earlier than the father cuts the daughter well, off. Well, like like how Tone says, because a father is still always trying to provide. Well, I'm not gonna say all, but most fathers still try to provide or try to help out their kids the best way that they can. But you know, like as he says, like once uh once they move in together, even if they're not boy husband and wife, like if they choose to shack up together, y'all want to play this house shit, then then that rope is automatically like, nah, uh, if the woman calls home, why are you calling me? Like, you have your husband there. If the man calls home, the mom should redirect him back to his his woman. Like, it should always be a redirection. Yeah, you can pick up the phone and call, but that parent should always redirect them. Yeah, I'm going to help you, but to a certain extent, because you have somebody there that should do that. You're a grown ass with a whole nother being. Take care of that. Please, I had I went to um well you know like Tiff you know at even Jess's wedding when the pastor was telling him like you know if either one of them call you call their moms like you need to send them back home today today mm-hmm. partner or whatever because like you got to stay like at that that point you got to come out of their business you got to let you know them do do for things on their own like you can't constantly dig them out and help them out of these holes you understand it's like especially you have somebody there that's supposed to be doing that for you. I agree. I agree. I definitely agree. How them comments looking? Um, they talking about R. Kelly. 
excuse me, I got that Jamaican well, listen, ear. Listen, listen, we appreciate y'all even having your own conversation in the comments. We love it. <laughs> oh my God. Somebody said, Tommy Pickles once said, I don't want um, responsibilities no more. Yeah, we all did that. The road okay. grass. Nobody don't want people to grow up. So we did a poll. We did a poll. Did your upbringing dictate your relationship? Eighty-one percent said yes. Eighteen percent said no. Yeah, I want to say it definitely dictated mine. No, it definitely dictated mine most of my whole life. But now, after marriage, I learned that I can't keep living like my life like somebody else's or letting what I saw control my life. I have to do what I want, even though it might not be the greatest thing for me. I have to do what I want. So I I no longer go by how I was raised or what I want or I mean like how I was raised or how I saw my, my mother and father doing certain things because that might have worked for them, but it's not going to work for me. I would definitely say yes, my upbringing has dictated my relationships, how I interact, all of that. So I would say yes. Big time. I definitely will say it as well. And I didn't realize it until I started going to therapy. Dead ass. <clears throat> so now that I know better, I'll do better. <laughs> but you guys, I want to thank all you guys for tuning in with us each and every Friday. As usual, you know, we are live here on YouTube each and every Friday at 8 p.m. After we wrap, you know, you can catch us on iTunes, iHeart, Pandora, all that good stuff. And make sure you guys download the Eden Rush Network app so you can watch us and listen to us whenever you feel like it on your leisure. Well, at your leisure. That's the right word, right? I know he's going to get at me. I'm glad you corrected yourself real quick. You correct it, so, so you're good. You're good. You're good. good. Yes, you know, but we appreciate you guys. And shout out to our sponsors again. How come I to come next to the last studio, Jamaican Paradise Restaurant. Um, Graceful Touch Massage Therapy, Fit Body 101, <laughs> Uncle Beast 360, and Your Story is Our Story. Thank you for our sponsors. Thank yes. you for tuning in. Touch. Um, Tiffany, you know, I love you guys. Um, lovable for t- calling in, Stone Tone for calling in. Our viewers, you guys are always in the comments going ham. And I know y'all about to have a whole R. Kelly fucking debate after we get <laughs> off because y'all are going in the comments. But again, catch us here next Friday at 8 p.m. Tell a friend to tell a friend, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Sex Love and Alcohol. Don't forget to follow me and also my whole well. The host, me, Dutch, and Tiffany, also on Instagram to stay up to date with what's going on on a daily day. We appreciate you guys, and we see you next week at 8 p.m. Bye.